Chickity check. Check your side. Check my side. Good. Check. All right. Should be good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, this is the first installment of what I am deeming a lowercase podcast at the time. Uh, but who knows what it will become. Uh, this is John from Take. Uh, he is the first guest of Lowercase Podcast and maybe uh, co-host. Actually, uh, we'll, we'll see how this turns it's out. It's soon to be host. Soon to be host, And this yes. will be the Take Podcast. <laughs> soon enough. Um, so you might be thinking, guys, why the heck do you have a podcast? Doesn't everybody and the grandma have a podcast? Yeah, they do. But... Uh, John's never even heard a podcast, so he doesn't actually even know that. <laughs> I just lied. I don't know. <laughs> um, I listen to Joe Rogan all the time and like all these cool podcast people, and I thought, hey, I got a mic. I got a computer. People want to hear me say things. So anyways, uh, with, without further ado, let's get to the topics of what we want to talk today. Uh, so this is John from Take. Hello, He everyone. is practically my brother. Actually, uh, we call him our brother. My mom has unofficially adopted him. I forced my way in um, <laughs> about eight years ago. Yeah. So go ahead and tell us tell us about that background. How you ended up um, becoming our brother. All right. Uh, so long story short, I was in a band called Take, which I'm currently in. We broke up in 2008. I started or joined a band called The Forerunner. Um, a few years after I left, uh, take the first time and we ended up practicing over here at your house. And ever since then I have just showed up and realized that you guys just let people go into your pantry and eat food. And <laughs> so, uh, um, ate a lot of your food and slept on your uh, couch, even slept with you a few times mm-hmm. in your room. With is a interesting, not with, but next to that sounds just as bad (laughs) we shared a room we We, we slept we slept next to each other on different beds um but no i i've i've come to just known you know keenan and his family and and it's been a huge blessing and honor to be able to uh uh be called their brother Mm -hmm. uh yeah basically john's been around for a long time it's i remember the times when he hasn't been around the family but uh I was a lot younger. He showed up when I was, yeah, like 13, 13 years old. What are you now? I am 22 now. 22. Dang. Were you, was I 13? Has Uh, it been that long? It's been since, it's been like seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. I don't, that wouldn't make me 13. That made me a bit older then. No. What's 22 minus seven? That's like 15. It's 15, not 13. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't major in math. <laughs> <laughs> I majored in PR or something. I, I know enough to get uh, through that equation there. Let, let, I mean, if, if you if you want to talk about the difference between public school and homeschool, you know what 22 minus 7 is, and you're homeschooled. I can't figure it out, and I'm public schooled. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good argument for it. Uh, well, what, what else would I want to talk about? So yeah, John's been around for a long time, um, and he is involved in music. And has been involved in music much longer than I have since just since he's older. How, how old are you? Uh, 33. 33. I'm 22. So he's been involved in music a lot longer than I have simply because he's a 33-year-old man. Go um, first. The, the interesting thing uh, about John is he doesn't play any instruments. He doesn't play guitar. He doesn't play drums. He can uh, pluck around in drop D, mm-hmm. which most people with fingers can, but I'm, <laughs> Thanks. I wouldn't Thanks take that. He, he wrote a song in Drop D that's actually pretty good. I think it's going to be on the new album. Yes. Um, I, I like the tune. Uh, 
Uh, anyways, I find it interesting that John has managed to base so much of his life around music, not playing an instrument. And it's just the love of music itself. Yeah. And I want people to be encouraged and inspired by that because to me, as somebody who who does music for a living and who plays guitar and piano and all those instruments, I find it encouraging that you who don't often touch those instruments have put so much time into music itself, have multiple releases with multiple bands and have been really the powerhouse behind different projects. Yeah. So I- what is it that that causes that inspiration to to play music, to be so involved even though you when you pick up a guitar, you're kind of lost. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, first of all, I just want to encourage everybody to learn how to play instrument, not, not just one, learn how to play multiple instruments. Um, mm-hmm. because it does, it does help a lot. You know, um, my love for music started, gosh, when I was, you know, like 10, 11, I was listening to like Nirvana and Rage Against the Machine and the Deftones. And actually, um, I didn't even know I could yell. I didn't even know I could scream or sing or never had no ambitions of ever doing that until one day uh, a buddy of mine came and said, hey, you look like you can yell. And I'm like, what does that mean? I, I, honestly, it might just because, you know, it might be because I was 13 and I had like a beard, you know, like I was oh. the only 13 year old. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you could probably yell. Like so I remember, I remember, you know, that, that, yeah, that night um, we practiced for like 30 minutes and it was a Deftone song and we practiced for 30 minutes um, and then he's like, all right, we're going to drive to the show. I show up, there's like 200 people, you know, <laughs> I am, I am scared, scared to death. I never, never been on a show. Um, the only other time I ever performed anything, um, I dressed up like a clown when I was in fifth grade for a fifth grade graduation and we sang some terrible choir songs. That was the only time I had ever done anything like that. So I, I just, I just walked up. Uh, did my parts. I wish I had video of it, but it was you know twenty almost twenty years ago now, uh, because it had to have been terrible. Two hundred people's pretty good though. Yeah, dude. I don't uh, think I've ever played for two hundred. <laughs> I've been pl- I, I, I've still hard. It's still hard for me to even match that. You know, I've been playing for twenty years in different bands like touring and stuff, and, and two hundred people still like you know way up there as far as That's I mean that just good. tells you you know we're yeah. pretty underground in the bands I've been in. But you know, just I want to encourage everybody you know learn an instrument while you can. If you can't. Then you know, team up with somebody that that you 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 mesh well with. You know, I have I have a buddy uh, Trent who co-wrote this new EP that um, Take is releasing, and him and I just understand each other. You know, we can look at each other a certain way, and he knows exactly what kind of riff. You know, mm-hmm. we're open with each other. It's easy to uh, communicate with each other. Um, we do get on each other's nerves sometimes, but as far as like writing music together, we just we. We understand, you know, like um, the the lingo as far as like, hey, dude, I don't really like that riff or, you know, do this here or do that here or or write a two-step riff or like a breakdown, you know, like we just, we know how to communicate. So so find somebody that um, you can mesh well with. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, it's just, it's just really that passion. You know, when when you have something like burning within you and you just feel like you have to get it out, um, I mean, nothing should, nothing should hold you back. If you can't play an instrument, then like I said, find somebody that can help you out with that area. Or like I said, pick up an instrument and learn it. Um, I was trying to teach myself piano, mm-hmm. and um, I stopped because <laughs> the piano's so out of tune. It it's is just, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like 100 years old. Um, yeah. But like you, you started playing, what, what instrument did you start playing first? I started with piano. With piano, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this, this guy could play piano, guitar, 
He could play the box. Can you play the? Can you play drums, or are you still? I can keep like a really simplistic beat going. Yeah, you play banjo. I mean, I, I, I when I first met him, he was he was playing most of these instruments, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like 25. He's like 15 or whatever it is, and and he's playing all these instruments, and I'm super jealous of of what he's doing. Um, and you can also sing really well too, <laughs> which which I can't do, dude. Um, the only thing I could do is is yell, you know. And and sometimes John says rap. he can't sing, but he like does this fake like um, he does this he does this impressionistic voice where he sings. He's like, you know, like he's really yeah. And I mean, actually, when he does it, when he tries, I think he can do a pretty good yeah, job. But I'm not gonna sing normal <laughs> with that voice. I mean, it's just you know like a cartoon character, but. Uh, yeah. um, but yeah, so so after I did that first show, you know, I barely remember it, you know, because I'm up there, my legs are shaking, you know, we're doing. Um, if anybody knows the Deftones, it's a, it's a it's a song called "Shove It," and it's just I'm just screaming, "Shove it, shove it, shove it!" You know, and there's actually a singing part in it, and I don't know how I sounded on that either. But um, I, I after that, then we had a band in um, Idaho Falls, little Idaho Falls, like fifteen thousand people, and we really thought we were super good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just one of those things. We have recordings, you know, that we listen back to, and it's terrible. Yeah. It is awful. But you know what? We loved it. We mm-hmm. loved, we just, we just love playing. I mean, honestly, like, no matter if you're good or you, you suck super bad, just go out and do it. If you love it, like, go out and just, just give your heart, you know, and mm-hmm. your soul. I mean, there's, there's a lot of bands out there that aren't really that good. Yeah. Um, and they're super popular and famous just because they kept on pushing, you know? Yeah, it's a, and that's the thing that's, like, got me about our band, Lowercase Committee, is I'm trying super stinking hard right now. Like, I'm trying to push it in every corner. Um, but you have to stop and think about why it is you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to stop and think about that frequently. And I, I like the difference between take back then, maybe, and, and take now. Because uh, right now you kind of rebirthed it. You, yeah. it, it, it almost feels to me as if like John was going through his phone, he found an old video, and he's like, hey, I want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. And he's been like nuts with pushing it and you know, getting his friend Trent out here to record on the album, and you know, I'm producing it in the studio. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it's different to see, to see that. And what do you think is, and I don't want to bash on the hardcore community, but I almost feel like a lot of people grow out of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like they, they're kind of entrenched in it, and it's their clique, it's their scene when they're younger, mm-hmm. but then they grow up. Yeah. And I feel like what I'm looking at with Take right now is kind of the grown-up version of, like, the metal hardcore scene. You're not, like, you're not out at shows every night. You're not, you know, well, it's, you're it's, not in these groups of people but you're so enthralled in the music. Like, what is it that, that's the force behind this more mature take? Well, I mean, as far as, like, not being able to... I, the older you get, the less shows you go to. It, it just becomes harder, you know, you know, no matter what genre of music you like. You know, and I, and I do wish I could go to more hardcore shows, more metal shows. I wish I can go to any more shows, you know, but you, you have a job and you have a family and stuff. Um, it just makes it more difficult. Um, you know, when you're, when you're younger, it's like, that's all that, it's all that you have, you know, like music is pretty much your family, you know? Um, so you're at shows every single night, you're hanging out. Um, but I'd say what it is, is it's just, there is nothing like writing just an amazing riff, you know, and, and just putting a whole song together. And then at the end you listen to it and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I love that. 
Like mm -hmm. I, I truly love that. And I, I wonder if that's like what an artist feels like when they get done like painting something, you know, if you don't really, if you don't like your work, then why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. You know? And, and I, and I listen to some of the songs that we have on the EP now and I'm like, man, I really like that. I, mm -hmm. that's something that I really like, you know, if, if we release it and people don't like it, I know that I still love it. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the most important thing. Like, and as far as like the hardcore, it's just, it just gets you going. It gets you motivated, you know? And, and there's actually studies out there that say like hardcore metal, um, help calm you down. Hmm. But I do, I do think <laughs> that that is the opposite in some parts, you know, where it does get you yeah. pumped up a lot as well too. But it's just one of those things where it's like, I would love if, uh, you know, if I'm able to, if I'm blessed enough to be able to play shows again, but if not, then you know, the time yeah. and age that we live in, the digital age where we can just come into a studio and write music, like that is just such an awesome thing. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think playing shows is immature because lowercase committee wants to play shows. We want to, no, no, sure. I want to be playing like, if not every, you know, every other week, every oh, yeah. week. Um, but at the same time I do like my older brother, Austin, the lead guitarist for our band used to be in John's old band. Um, and I saw him grow up. Mm -hmm. I saw him grow out of it, and I've seen a lot of, you know, the people from The Forerunner. You know, I was a kid watching them, and I played piano on a couple of their, their yeah. projects, and I've seen them grow up. And I like seeing the difference, you know, take right now, when I look at what they're doing, they're doing it simply for the love of creating music. Yeah. And that's similar to me. I, I tell my wife, I said, I, I want to tell myself not to care about the reception of Lowercase Committee's new projects that we have coming out. Yeah. Because when I'm 40 years old and have kids, you know, I'll be able to pull it up and say, here, look, look what I did. Like, it may not have made me a lot of money. We weren't super famous, but we made something worthwhile. Yeah. And the, at least the friends and family could say, hey, that's cool. And then you get that occasional email or the occasional message from someone like, you know, I, I always tell the story when I was releasing my acoustic stuff when I was like 18, I got a message from Sweden. And someone from Sweden had found my music on Spotify, messaged me and said, hey, Keenan, your song Empty Hand really like wow. meant a lot to me today. See, that's incredible. And that's the lasting, even that little bit, that l it's enough legacy for me to be like, okay, that entire EP was worth it. Mm -hmm. Because if it can touch someone all the way across the world. And then my wife, my wife found out about me through my music. Like yeah. she, she knew of me when, I was, when we were kids. But she started listening to my music when she was going to school in Wyoming uh, and kind of, you know, got interested in me, at least in my, my take on life and my attitude and so my, my morals. Did she, so was it like she fell in love with you before seeing you? I so would like kind of, to think that, so, but I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. It's like, she's like, she's like, oh man, I love your music. And then like you, you, you come out from like behind the door and she's like, oh, okay. I still love you. I, <laughs> I don't know how much I can divulge about it, you know, because it's kind of like there's parts of your story. It's like that's our, you know, our love yeah. story or whatever. But um, I don't think my wife is, is she kind of, it, I don't want, it's not insulting to say she's a pessimist, but she, she very <laughs> much sees the difficulties in life and very much understands how, how difficult things are. And she doesn't like to sugarcoat stuff. Uh -huh. um, but she did get to know me at least parts of me through my music. And yeah. when she showed up the, the first time she came to our church and, and actually met me in person, she said, I, oh, I love your music. Mm -hmm. At the time, our band had just had one song out. And we were like, what do you mean you love our music? She's like, oh, I listen to your stuff all the time. And I later figured out that she was talking about my personal yeah. stuff. 
and she like knew the words, knew the songs, <laughs> it, n- just knew about me. Like, so was 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 that like a? Were you actually making music to try to get like a wife? No. <laughs> did, was, um, did that I ever knew, cross your mind? Of course it did. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I have this song called "Breathe with Me," um, and this song is like a prayer for my future wife or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was sitting there writing that song like, dang, there's going to be some girl out there. She's going to be like, oh, oh my gosh, this guy's just so dreamy. <laughs> so and I was romantic. like, I was like, I know my future wife's going to listen to this. And she's just going to think I'm so hot, you know, just because of what <laughs> I'm writing. She, she listened to the song and I, I don't, I don't know what it is. She, she came and, uh, you know, and now that song Breathe With Me, I know was about, uh, was about Elizabeth, my wife. Wow. And. I've written songs about her since then. And that, of course, makes my music worth it. Yeah. One, the most important person to me in my entire life, my wife, got to know me before she actually met me through my music. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, now, but I mean, the sad thing now is that she, um, she likes our music more now. <laughs> so that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. She, she does like our music, but she, every time I play take, cause I'm mixing it and mastering it. I'll like play it at home on our sound system. And she's like, Oh, that sounds so cool. I really like that music. <laughs> I, I was honestly, I was, I was kind of shocked cause I don't know her musical taste that well. And so when you said that she liked it and then she came up to me and she's like, I really like that new song. I'm like, yeah. really? You know, cause my, my wife is kind of like, she doesn't listen to that music at mm-hmm. all. You know, she, it's not her, not her taste. Her, favorite band is U2, you know? And yeah. so my wife, my wife likes it cause I'm doing it. But mm-hmm. when Elizabeth came up to me and was like, Hey, I really like your song. I was like, well, that's really cool. <laughs> like, you know, if she likes it, then everybody's going to like it. Yeah. She had her, her rebellious teenage days where she was a fan of like the hardcore and the, the metal and, and whatnot. She doesn't like pop and our new oh. song. I know, um, it's indie pop, but it's got a lot of synthetic electronic sounds and we're really branching out. Uh, and it just wasn't her favorite in the world. Well, she does she like I don't know. She really likes I don't know. Yeah, because those those songs. Uh, if you haven't listened to Lowercase Committee, then go on Spotify and check them out. Because there's a song called I Know, which is more pop and indie, and there's a song called I Don't Know, which is more upbeat and indie what, rock. Indie rock. Yeah, um, so and, and they're so contrasting. It's it's a cool mesh, mm-hmm. um, especially since Brady, your brother, wrote I Know, mm-hmm. and you wrote. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, to see the differences with your writing styles and, yeah. and whatnot. So there's there's two songs. Some people will like them both. Some people will like one or the other, but you'll definitely like you'll definitely like one of them for sure because it, it reaches out to almost everyone. Well, thank you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, check us out. Thank you, John, for, for the plug there. And then also John's going to be coming out. Um, I suppose we both should talk about the release date because <laughs> I'm the one mixing um, his project right now. We're, we're supposed to. <laughs> We're supposed to come out with an uh, EP this month, but we're waiting patiently on this gentleman here to mix it and master. All, I'm working on it. Working all on the songs one. are done, and there is a cool mix of hardcore, metal, thrash, rock, rap. Yeah, like the singing. song I'm working on right now, I don't. I only know it by Take Three because we named them. You know, the band's name is Take, so it's like Take One, Two, Three, Four, yeah. whatever. Um, but it's got this really I don't think I've even told John this yet, but I'm mixing. I'm mixing this song. It's got this fast rap part in the verses. I think it is. Yeah, I knew um, that. And what? I knew that. I know you knew that. <laughs> I was just trying to confirm that it was in the verses. <laughs> um, and I'm yesterday. I I caught myself. I my wife and I were driving to a meeting, and I'm I'm like 
like strumming the <laughs> the lead like with my hands like i got one hand above the steering wheel the other one below and i'm like driving i'm like like you know humming out the oh i just felt like my mic went out there oh my goodness what is going on here is this still recording oh good yeah it looks like it's still good. i you know i was i was humming out the uh the lead there but anyways this is our first installment of lowercase podcast is there anything else you would like to say um, learn an instrument. Learn an instrument. I don't care how old you are. Just start yes. learning one. And, and if you're in Vegas, learn from him. That's <laughs> yes, what he I, does. Do, I do teach music. Yeah. I teach piano, guitar, production, songwriting. Whatever yeah. it is you want to learn, I want to be uh, your helper in that. And, yeah. uh, and, and one thing I, I, I wanted to mention was even if, you, even if you can't learn an instrument, get excited about music. Yeah. You know, there's, there's need for commentary on songs there's need and and john just has a creative mind about music so when even he and i have written stuff together and what he does is he comes in the studio i pick up a guitar and i just pump out as many riffs as i can john says oh i like that or i like this and do this here and there you know so if you can figure out how to use the instrument you have with you at all times that's your voice yeah figure out how to do it because john's figured out how to scream and yell properly yeah and now his life is in you know engulfed in music so so please do if you have a passion for music take a step in that direction And there's there's you know you can also promote you know you could promote you can you know put on shows i mean Mm -hmm. i know that's that's difficult sometimes but if you really like music and you really want to have your favorite band come to town then yeah like travis we have we have a friend travis um who lives in boulder city Mm -hmm. and he loves music and as far as i'm concerned i don't think he plays an instrument i don't know travis if you ever listened to this let us know if, <laughs> if you've, you've gotten played. this far yeah <laughs> if you've gotten what 21 minutes in us oh just wow talking about yeah random crap okay um actually we had a plan before we started anyways yeah. uh yeah so that that's our advice if you liked this format let us know because I, I think it was pretty comfortable uh you know maybe some few people would like to hear us talk about yeah I mean, if Stuff. we can get one person to listen, we'll be happy. And I'm, we can track that. I'm going to go listen later, and then <laughs> Keenan's going to be like, man, I need to have him back on. <laughs> so uh, follow us on our respective uh, platforms, uh, Take Band LV, or Take Out, what's on yeah, Instagram? Take, take Band LV on Instagram or Facebook.com slash Take Vegas. Yes, and then we on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and, and uh, I don't know what we're on, Twitter. Twitter. But it's all, I think it's all. I know it's all lowercase committee. committee. We picked an interesting name so we could get all the URLs. So it's just straight yeah. lowercase committee on Instagram, uh, forward slash lowercase committee on Facebook. Uh, thank you, and uh, hopefully you tune in next time if there is one. Good night. Peace out. They don't know it's not night. <laughs>